0: You've just tuned in to Legends of the Panel podcast. Your bi-weekly one-stop shop for comics, TV shows, interviews, news, and more. Hosted by your infallible hosts, the Lady Archer.
1: I oh. was... I'm trying to use all my words. My magic
0: hat. Your magic hat? Does yeah, I brought my hat.
1: Do you want to see it? Is it a
0: sorting hat too? Oh! <laughs> that wasn't a magic hat, man. <laughs> and famously off-roading hosts Chulak and KJ the Comic Guy. I am, I am not going to
2: do a Monty Python sketch. Why not? I'll go from doing that <laughs> voice. I don't like spam. <laughs> you know what? The Oh, I love spam. You know, I have spam, 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 and spam.
0: Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? And now, to kick things off, here's the crew from a Legends of the Panel podcast. KJ the Comic Guy, the Lady Archer, and Chula.
1: know something no what you read too many comic books
2: (laughs) oh sure now i i point to him i even give him everything and he drops it Welcome oh. to Legends of the Panel podcast here on the Geek Culture Cast Network. I'm KJ, the comic guy from the Toronto studios, being joined from Charlotte by the lovely lady Archer.
1: Hello, everyone. And
2: you get last dibs, dude.
0: <laughs> Hi, Chulak. I, I was actually reading a note, and then I was like... We trusted you,
1: and you <laughs> failed us.
0: I was reading a note. I didn't know what was going on because I couldn't hear anything. I was like, uh, uh What? <laughs> yeah that's Uh. that's right i
2: threw it over to you like we normally would have and no you just dropped the ball
0: Uh, i'm i'm like the the weather guy who uh forgets to make it to the weather screen in the short time frame that he has to do the like the segue and this is your morning news or your morning weather on the way up blah 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 blah. like he completely misses it he gets there and he's got like bagel cream cheese on his face and then it cuts back to a commercial (laughs) that's me that just happened wow
2: but speaking Uh. of commercials you're listening to Legends of the Panel podcast here on the Geek Culture Cast Network. You can oh, reach out to anything? us uh, at no, he's, Legends he's of the Panel you. on Instagram, oh. at Legends Panel on Twitter. Also, Legends of the Panel at gmail.com as well as through GCCN, that is the Geek Culture Cast Network at Geek geekculturecastnetwork.com. Also, join us on our Discord server where you can find us as GCCN. See, and then that also ties into... Don't forget the lady Archer and what the frack with a Q uh, on Instagram.
0: There, yeah, we, we yeah we can't hear those, so we're just like looking you, at you. Like uh, you should uh, be able to
2: hear okay. that because it's actually on send. You should actually be able to hear that. It's supposed to come back to you.
0: I don't hear anything. Did you, Lady Archer?
1: No, I don't. I never. I don't hear anything. That's why I'm always
0: like uh, just
1: be quiet until someone yells at you to speak well, goddamn you well goddamn <laughs> some bitch. Oh,
0: well goddamn some bitch. Oh, oh, there's there's the first uh No, first, no, no. We uh, did not. There was no uh, F bomb related yeah. there. No. It's true. It's very true. Exactly.
2: We may be we're PG. We're not, we're not rated R yet. Yeah. <laughs> just give it a moment. <laughs> but soon we will be.
1: Dicks, dicks,
0: dicks, Oh my! God. <laughs>
2: well, actually, you know, Lady Archer, I was wondering now that uh, Freeform is going to have more time on their hands and an extra slot open from that dead.
1: Don't you? Don't you I, do know, I know?
2: I know. I'm thinking it. it. I'm thinking it. Why can't they bring it back?
1: My thing is, why didn't they do this earlier? And stop fucking about with giving cloak and dagger another season and instead support my shadow hunters <laughs> and letting them have another season because that last season was rushed the ending was just slapped together because they couldn't do you know anywhere close to the actual ending of the book. And so it didn't make sense. It seemed tacked on. And that whole end scene with Jason Clary and how she forgot her it, it was dumb. I didn't like it. You hurt my feelings. And you have you've disappointed me for the last time, Freeform. I don't yeah. want none of your you shit.
2: Well, I mean, Clary didn't get hers in the end. But then again, neither did Magnus. Ooh. The, nobody got nothing. Nobody in the got, end. got nothing in the end <laughs> or <in> anywhere. Anyway. <laughs>
1: but a big, crappy, poopy diaper.
2: <laughs> oh, so uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, folks, uh, we've understood uh, breaking news. Marvel has announced that that's it. No more Cloak and Dagger after season two. Thank God.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, look at it. They're shedding all of their properties, except they did say Cloak and Dagger was going to be on The Runaways, which is on.
2: But that's not even guaranteed anymore because Runaways was also an episode, a series that was put together by the current showrunner. But now that Foggy, Foggy Kevin, has been given uh, resources to run all of the I Marvel think he'll, properties.
1: I think he'll keep that one open. I think he'll keep that one open because it's steady and it's a good show. I think Cloak and Dagger had a lot of problems. And it's hard to control a show on a network like Freeform that has a certain demographic, a certain yeah targeted audience. Where Hulu is a little more f- free to to flow and do. So he could he can still control that. So I don't now he may cancel it because he's Kevin Feige and he needs. I can see how if he just shuts everything down and then rebuilds to fit his plan, that would make more sense. But I hope he doesn't get rid of The Runaways because I think it's a really good show. I think it has a lot mm-hmm. of solid acting, well, uh, actings, yeah. actors doing yeah. acting. Um, and I hope that he could slip that into his plan and not not get rid of it because I love The Runaways. And I think that that is just a bonker show that's doing really well. Well,
0: Will that and, sorry. No, no,
2: go, go, go.
0: Uh, that and the fact that Hulu is owned by Disney, which is under that that property, I th- I think Hulu uh,
1: Disney owns Screenform too,
0: right? But <clears throat> being that you know Disney Plus and everything is going to be rolled into that Hulu Plus and everything else that they're kind of offering, I think it's going to stay on Hulu. Um, it, at the very least, they're going to continue making it, and they just may shift it to Disney Plus. But I don't think they're going to get rid of it. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think they're going to keep it. Well, there's a couple of things there.
2: So Runaways and New Mutants both seem to be. Well, is it New Mutants? Is that the the one I'm no. thinking of? What's the one I'm thinking of? That you... Was on it was um, Netflix. The Mutants one where they're it's the the hidden mutants. Are
1: you uh, talking about on Fox? Yeah, Maybe
2: he's talking Fox. About you, you guys get yeah. it on Fox. I get it on yeah. Netflix, of course. Yeah. Yeah. What what is is that called? Uh,
1: Mutant X, not Mutant X. Something X.
2: Something X. So it's X. It's it is it's something X. I can't remember. But that show is actually really good. I actually like the acting. I like the directing. Um, There's a couple of minor storylines I would jump.
0: The Gifted. The
2: The Gifted. gifted. Thank you. Gifted.
1: gifted, I would
2: dump some things off of that. But overall, it's actually a really good show. I like Runaways. I've seen Runaways on, um, on Netflix because that's how we get it here in Canada. Um, so it's it's doing well, and I, I like the way it's going. I think that the problem with Cloak and Dagger was that it's, it was Freeform. It's a little too yeah. Vampire Diaries. It's a little too – what's that other show that was on there that nobody really likes? Riverdale? No, 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 no. Riverdale's in Sirens? An Sirens, that's it. I, I, said, I think that's yeah. a
0: phenomenal fuck, fuck TV all, show. Fuck all freeform.
2: <laughs> fuck all freeform. <laughs> so no, I hate um... I hate
1: their whole demographic. The only show that I like is yeah. Grownish.
2: Yeah. But
1: even then, that doesn't really fit Freeform's yeah style. But I'm glad it's on there because I I think it's a good show. Um. But I I hate their. I I hate everything else yeah. about Freeform. I hate the the niche they try to fill. I hate the the demographic they play to. I hate everything about it. Fuck it all.
2: Yeah, I think the problem with Freeform or as we call it up here in Canada ABC Family because they can't change that name, um it's an odd demographic of youth that they're trying to hit. It's not millennials, but it's almost millennials. It's weird. And I think because of that, it's a little like ABC Family. Here is what showed Miley Cyrus and you know that whole Hannah Montana thing. It's it's weird because it's it's all of a sudden turned into this semi adult but not adult programming show, Um, and it's it's just a weird space for ABC to hold because it doesn't really fit with the normal ABC. Categories and it doesn't fit with the Disney categories. Um, I think it would be better off for them to have put put it purely onto a Hulu type platform. But mm-hmm. that being said, it's
1: like it's like the emo younger cousin of disappointment and anger. I don't know.
2: Well, that's a fair way to describe it. I, I'm completely in line with that. Um, but the other thing was I was going to say was that um, I think that. The problem with Cloak and Dagger is that it is the one show out of all the shows that Marvel has produced that does not align at all with any of the other properties. Like yeah. even Even Gifted aligns with Fox and the X-Men, whether we like it or not, the way that they modified and built the X-Men, it still links in.
1: They
0: they just kind of played it out like the X Men were there and now they're kind of gone. Yeah, but but they're aware that they exist. Mutants
2: exist. The the X Men are there somewhere. But yeah, and that's the I think that's the whole point. Is it ties into there's an existing universe. Cloak and Dagger doesn't attach to anything. It's sitting on its own. There was no crossover. There was nothing that ties it to any of the other Marvel properties, and that I think is the problem. If they had brought it across and tied it into West Coast Avengers, Hawkeye, uh, Kate Bishop, something. I think that would have allowed it to, to build a little bit more, but they isolated it on its own. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's why <sighs> maybe runaways has a better chance of surviving. <sighs> um, because they can still tie that in with other things. Um I don't know, I just really hope they keep Runaways Uh, I'm very glad Cloak and Dagger is dead It should have happened sooner So I didn't lose my show But whatever, I mean I'll get over it Eventually, never
2: It's only been two years
1: I can stay salty for as long as I want sir.
2: (laughs) Some of us have been salty for a long time Over that little show called Firefly
0: Oh, let's not bring that up Come (laughs) on, dick
1: like that's like a deep wound where you're like it's like somebody cut off your leg and it still itches from time to time. You got
0: a phantom yeah. limb that's just there and you're like Yeah. oh wait my leg's not there anymore. Yeah,
2: but uh, you know if that's all we've got to talk about about Quo uh, and Dagger because let's face it the episodes themselves were shit. Uh, I think let's let's move on. This is not going to be a long episode tonight. Let's let's talk about the first three episodes now. I mean, we've been doing this on the show. If you've been listening to the legends panel, the last couple of episodes, we have been talking about Batwoman. Ruby Rose is knocking it out of the park in mm-hmm. this role. And uh, although it's not getting great reviews from the critics, I think that um, we've now seen the first three episode arc and it's tied to a lot of things that I'm surprised I called a bunch of stuff. And I'm seeing things now that are like, holy crap, I called it in episode one. Um, and which worries me. Which I worries me a greatly. Yeah, it worries me that I'm seeing this already. So um, so what have we seen so far? So Kate Kane gets called back to uh, uh, Metropolis. I was about to say. Wow. Uh, gets get called back to Gotham. Because uh, her ex-girlfriend, uh, who's a, a liar, senior agent in the Crow security firm owned by her father, um, Kate's father, that is, um, goes missing. So, effectively, in the comic books, that was uh, police officer Constable Montoya, or Detective Montoya, gets uh, kidnapped, and Kate Kane then... Um, embodies her cousin, Brucey. And, uh, and I don't mean, uh, Bruce Campbell. I'm talking. I'm about saying,
0: every time you say Bruce cousin Wayne. Brucey, I'm like Bruce, Bruce Campbell.
2: Groovy man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: oh my God. Yeah. I, I, I seriously did just go
2: to the chainsaw hand. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. so Kate Kane comes back and, um, she discovers the hidden world of Bruce Wayne and dons the bat suit since Bruce has disappeared three years, and there's been no Bruce Wayne there's been no Batman um so she takes on the mantle and uh you know it brings a city you know great hope, considering that the only hope they had was the crow detective agency which or security agency, which now uh Kate's stepmother is very upset that all of a sudden the bat is back um which tied into something that I kind of hinted to and I didn't think about it. And then it was really called out to me in episode three.
0: I've, and you know, while, while we've been, you know, kind of talking about stuff, I've been trying to like think notes, you know, find notes and connections to, to kind of support what you're about to bring up. And I'm, I'm having a little trouble. So explain your theory on this and why you think what you think, because I, I, I don't know how that that okay. that's going to happen. So
2: if we follow both the comic book series and the animated series of Batman, Bruce Wayne has a relationship and a daughter with Talia al Ghul. Okay. It's now 15 or 20 years later from when that would have happened because that would have happened. Well in the
1: it, in the main storyline it's a son, it's Damian. Was, but it was Damian there's yeah. also but yeah. th- I
2: thought there was also a daughter. I thought there was some other No, anyway. so
1: he had so in a one storyline um Huntress um
2: but I thought Huntress was his daughter. Yeah, but I thought Huntress was Selena uh, him and Selena. That was him and Catwoman. Yeah,
1: that that's a different okay. timeline.
2: Okay. So World that, yeah, World whatever it is is over there and then World 16 and World 2 and th- yeah,
1: th- yeah. thank you crisis Helen, on infinite. Helena Wayne was Bruce Wayne's and Selena's daughter in a different universe. Yeah. Played by, in the played main by, universe. Yeah. I was
2: going to say, played by Ashley yeah. Scott in the Birds of Prey series, 1990, or nineteen ninety or 2002, 1992, whatever it was. Anyway.
1: Yeah. And then in the main, usually in the main comic verse, Earth, I can't remember if, anyway, it's Damian, Damian. Wayne who is the son of uh, Talia and Bruce. Continue. I'm
2: sorry. Yeah. But um, there was a couple of tie-ins here. So the first one, at the very end of episode three, we see a, converse, or, uh, a text conversation, effectively, from Alice slash Beth, which is Kate's twin sister, to the stepmother, uh, basically saying that, I've been there. You know I've been there. And she looks down at her dressing table, and there's three... Cards laid out, 283. Uh, now, the 283 reference actually ties into Justice League issue 283, which is the first appearance of the neutral zone. So, we've got a bunch of weird shit going on. Um, no, So, I'm, I'm saying that I think that the stepmother is Talia Al Ghul. I think that the daughter... That they've got there that's, you know, um, the stepsister who's off doing medical stuff and, you know, hiding the fact that she's actually, you know, practicing medicine. I get the feeling that she might be related to uh, Bruce. I think they're going with a daughter relationship rather than a son relationship. Although I think the Damian Wayne relationship will come out as part of Crisis on Infinite Earth.
0: Mm Hmm. I, I, I see where I, you're, you're, you're going there, but I'm... I don't think she's Talia
1: Agul. I, I mean, I think it would be interesting, but there's just something that...
2: If, if we know. could tie something to the League of Shadows, there's something that's got to tie her into League of Shadows, because something's not clean about the Crow agency. That's what gets me in this. There's something well, that's I, not clean.
0: I, I absolutely think that the Crow have a tie with the League of Shadows, like you're, like you're talking about, because... Um and I'm I'm also kind of getting the feeling that you know we we've got we've got Kate Kane. She's kind of got some, you know, uh hand combat skills, but obviously she's like she's not a she's not a Batman. Uh but I have a feeling that something's going to happen and she may reach out to them and may do additional training and we see that in some one of these shows, one of these episodes cuz I feel like she's just not there as a big badass superhero. Um, but
2: she's never. If you actually read the Batwoman comics, she's never a badass superhero. She relies on the gadgets. She relies on a lot of tri- of tricks and and techniques that are not the hand to hand stuff. Even in the comic books where they've made her ex military, special forces, all this stuff, it's more the gadgets. It's it, she's relying on Bruce's tech.
0: Mm.
2: I mean, yeah, Lady I Archer, know. correct me if I'm wrong, because that's the, the, everything I've read. It yeah. shows her very much on the tech side.
1: She's very much a tech and um very, she. yeah, she's very into tech. She's very, well, she does have, you're right about the skills, but she's not that big of a fighter. And I think that's why she and Bruce clash a lot like he is always telling her you know I give you three chances and I think she used two up so far yeah. Um, but she does rely a lot on the Wayne Tech and less on her skills even though but, in this new iteration she is yeah. ex-military special ops and all that kind of thing but now, not that she doesn't fight but she no. like it's always there's something but there's else there
2: but the other thing that comes along with it is that in, in going back to, and I'm going back to the um, Gail Simone Batwoman series, she made her more ninja-like. There's an awful lot of work from the shadows, don't be seen, yeah. the hidden hidden stuff that goes against Bruce's basically was get in the face of the bad guys and make them fear you.
0: Yeah, I just kind of feel that while watching this show, she's just kind of like, stumbling over her feet and just getting very lucky with everything. And I feel like there's going to be a need for additional training. And that's where I kind of get this feeling that there's going to be some type of, I don't know, maybe brief training from the League of Shadows or, I mean, not like they'd probably do that, but... I don't know.
2: They could they could bring in Court of Owls. I mean, there's any number of different Yes, venues yes, there. yes. Well, I mean, you and I I think both are all over that one, Lady Archer, because I mean if they brought in Court of Owls, that would really tie in well with this. Um,
1: I I mean, I think the Court of Owls will just add another layer because the Court if you if, so if anybody doesn't know about the Court of Owls, it's basically a secret society that has always existed in Gotham since the very first iteration of Gotham and there are secret hiding places all over Gotham and people in Gotham have been a part of the court of owls for generation after generation after generation. And even Bruce's family have been a part of the court of owls, even though right now it's, it's not, he's not in it. Um, but it's a very in depth, uh, very intertwined secret society in Gotham itself.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, that, uh... The Church of Crime doesn't really tie into this. I think that the Church of Crime is there. I think we need the Church of Crime as part of this Batwoman series. I think that Alice being tied to the Church of Crime right now is a smart thing. But I'm worried based on a couple of the sequences we've seen in the last couple of episodes. um, Alice is behaving a lot more like Harley Quinn. And there's an awful lot of Joker-esque moments. So you
1: really think she's the Joker's daughter?
2: Well, it's hard to play. So uh, in episode three, we see a there's a a nightmare scene where Alice slash Beth is having a nightmare. And she is, as a young girl, going down a stairwell. And you see a lot of trophies, um, hunting trophies and things on the walls, which ties into Joker. It has to do with Joker and one of his hideaways was being this major hunting lodge. And it was a whole macabre thing of taxidermy and then she goes over to a sink and they're resting in the sink we see a face we actually see a, a full skin face that's been pulled off and there's a tear on the one mouth one side of the mouth which really you, ties into joker or into daughter of joker
1: i was also going to say don't you think it also ties into Hush?
2: Ooh ooh,
1: because think of what's his name um but hush thomas,
2: is but hush is not really a Thomas Elliot
1: oh yeah well, that, the Th-
2: thomas Thomas Elliot really is a little jerk in that episode three with that railgun
1: I mean think about it Thomas Elliot um not Thomas Elliot hush grew up as a friend of Bruce Wayne and wanted to be Bruce Wayne and even went to So far as to kill his own parents, that he'd be an orphan. And then in the storyline, he starts changing his face to look like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. What if everybody thinks Batman is back and he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman?
0: That could be kind of crazy. Well, I mean, we already
2: saw that with Thomas because Thomas Elliott said if Bruce is back, the bat is back.
0: Man, all right. So I feel like this is like the best like tinfoil hat segment we've had for a while. Because I was just thinking of like a possible other idea that still gives validity to this could be someone related to Joker. So I mean, what if she really is like legit? She's lost her mind, and you know that was probably representation of like her face in the in the sink, Joker. But what if she? is the only proof that they feed us, we don't know if it's real or not in the show is that, um, you know, there was a, a blood sample that Kate Kane had tested that basically said, yeah, uh, she's your sister. I mean, that could have been planted possibly, and she could be using Kate Kane uh, knowing that she doesn't mesh well with her father. Hey, I want you to go and be in the crows so I can get information from you because I know that you're going to come back and blab to me um, or, you know, when you don't want your daddy. It's like this weird relationship that she's kind of got going on right now with, with Alice We're like, she knows she's just killed people. And she's just like, eh, don't do it again. It's like, really, you're just going to let her go. Okay, whatever. But,
2: but that also applies to Bruce's philosophy. If you look at the Batman philosophy, Batman never kills. Yeah. But But Batman comes pretty damn close to killing people when he beats them up. But he also doesn't stop those who kill for the right reasons.
0: Mm. but those were the right reasons when they were just like random cops and she just throws a knife and into their throat and yeah, kills oops, them oops sorry <laughs> oops sorry oh kate's gonna be mad at that yeah, kate's gonna kill me yeah <laughs> yeah um I was like oh darn well it was 23 hours i was so close yeah i know <laughs> um
2: but th- there's there's a bunch of other stuff i mean uh tommy elliott and his reference of um enigma yeah. Which means that we, was, know, that was pretty cool. we know Riddler's still out there. Um we're 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 having tie-ins to Riddler. Um the bat that, that uh Alice is using, the cricket bat, basically ties back to Harley's bat. So there's a tie in there to the ongoing Harley Quinn Joker uh you know crime syndicate. There's a bunch of things that tie in here that just have not come together yet. And I think that in the next two episodes, as we lead up to ultimate crisis, I think that's where things are going to get funky. I think we're going to see a lot more crossover stuff. I think that, you know, we've seen, we've seen stuff already. We've seen Burt Ward on set with a walking, a dog who we're assuming is ace, um, which would be bat dog, the, um, or bat hound, I should say, sorry, but we've got, and bat hound, but it's a German shepherd. Figure that out, anyway. Yeah. But uh, we've got all this stuff that leads up to Crisis on Infinite Earth. We've got to see what happens, and I mean, we've already seen some crossover bits on Arrow uh, with the the uh, time slice or whatever they're calling it, where uh, Ollie goes back in time. He goes back to the island, and instead of it being Deathstroke's mask, it's now Bruce's mask as Batman uh what on the island they go back to the island and it's bruce's bat it's the cowl instead of it being uh, deathstroke's it, mask
0: it was deathstroke deathstroke's mask hanging on the wait was it it wasn't batman's mask
2: the everything they're showing is showing the cowl now
0: no i mean i mean there could be something else it's like coming up in in this episode that air airs uh, tuesday but i'm Pretty sure it was still the Deathstruck mask that was chilling there, uh, on the little torch.
2: Okay, because they're the way they're showing it. They're everyone's saying it's it's already been shown, and it's Bruce's cowl. So there's a, there's some weird tie-in shit going back and forth, and we already knew this was coming. I mean, let's let's look at it. Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne is now announced. There's going to be some newsprint or something showing uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. We know that we've got um, Kevin Conroy as the voice of Bruce Wayne. We know that we've got um, three different Superman showing up. I mean, this is going to be a phenomenal crossover with all of the assets that they're pulling together for this. I can't wait.
1: I'm really excited.
2: I kind of actually wish that they would actually introduce Batgirl as part of
0: this. Uh, Oh, uh, so I'm going to correct what, what we were talking about right there, KJ. Sorry. Um, You're referring to the episode where, spoiler alert for those of you that haven't watched Arrow and know what's going on, but basically, uh, spoiler, the monitor has Oliver Queen basically jumping from different Earths. Yes, yes. yes. Because he's having him get things to help prevent the crisis or whatever. And on one of these Earths was Batman's cow on the island on Lian Yu. I was like, it's not the one. Anyway, but yeah, so that you are correct there.
2: So in one of the episodes, it's not Deathstroke's mask. It's the cowl. It is the, yeah,
0: it's yeah. the cowl of Batman. It's got an arrow through the eye. <laughs>
2: yeah. So anyway, um, no, there's been so much going on. And I, I think that it's an opportunity for them to introduce some characters from the DC extended movie universe that they potentially mm-hmm. could introduce, even if it's just shadows um, in Infinite Crisis. I think that would be really smart for them to do. I think mm-hmm. it would actually be smart for them to have some sort of appearance for Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot um to to bridge those characters across into this universe on
1: TV though
2: even if it's just a shadow it, some mention of some you know newsprint photo or something they, they need to tie it together because tying it together is actually going to make their universe stronger. It's the area that DC is really faulted on is that they haven't tied their extended movie universe to the TV universe at all. And they specifically said they were going to avoid that. But that's where Marvel won. Marvel bridged that. You know, We know that Daredevil season one, they were talking about the Battle of New York and they were talking about the Chitauri. And you you know that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., for the last 10 years, has done nothing but bridge between uh, the Avengers and all well, the different though. shows. It doesn't matter. All they didn't needed to do was just bridge it. It was a tie-in. All they needed was a tie-in. Mm,
1: I, I suppose. I don't know. I, I always it, hated that. Like
2: it, it just makes it all feel tie- connected. And that's the problem yeah. is DC doesn't feel connected.
1: I'm not against having different universes for different, for TVs and movies though because you can't get the movie actors to be on TV and so sometimes it can just feel kind of cheap.
2: No, that's fair. That's fair.
1: I don't know. I just, I I don't see it doing well and so I just rather they would not do it because I feel like there's some times with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that it did like the whole last season of Agents Shield didn't match anything. Well,
2: it's Agents stupid at that point. I mean, you know, you jumped the shark when you took him to space.
1: Yeah. <laughs> jumped the shark. They lit that thing on fire.
2: Well, you know, it's it's yeah, not oh like God. it's not like what's going to be with Suicide Squad where they jumped the king shark. Uh, Bad DC uh-huh. reference. I'm sorry. Anyway,
0: yeah, that but, was a horrible
2: yeah. episode. But um, no, we're we're a couple of weeks away from the big crossover episode, which is going to be. It's going to be awesome. Well, it's it's right before sweeps, right? It's it's right before yeah. U.S. Thanksgiving, so yeah. we're about two weeks away from from what we're going to see. I'm looking forward to tonight uh, in about 20 minutes because it's coming up on uh, 20 to nine right now. At nine o'clock is uh, Batwoman episode four. It's gonna be on my i R. I'm excited. It's, I'm on, my excited DV- it's it. on my DVR. It's already on my D V R, so I'll watch it later. Sundays
0: are awesome days for comics. So I don't know if you guys have been able to watch the new Watchmen television series on HBO. Have you by any chance? The new Watchmen, no. no
2: I have I've although I have HBO, I haven't been watching it.
0: So you guys definitely need to watch it. Pun intended. Watchmen watch it. Or, bad pun. Anyway, um I I watched the first episode when it aired last Sunday uh, as it was airing and um, I recorded it and I went back and rewatched it. And there's so much stuff in there that that has got my mind racing because basically what this is doing, uh, it's taking place after the original comic book story ends uh, several years in the future. And basically what has essentially happened, if you guys have read the Watchmen uh, comic book series, um, Dr. Manhattan has left. He's disappeared, he's gone to do other things.
1: He's on Mars,
0: yeah, he's kind of doing it yeah <laughs> and so and then you've got the super evil genius guy that basically is he's kind of he's like retired, he's just not really doing anything anymore. he's just doing his own thing now, and shit has kind of hit the fan for everyone else. What was that?
2: That would be my phone auto playing oh. a video because it, you know it's a droid now.
0: No, oh. but anyway, with this, oh my god, it's so loud! It scared the crap out of me.
1: Anyway, um,
0: um it, it's it's a great TV show. Um, cinematically, it's beautiful. Um, the the music in the background and how they tie in the scenes is good. There's so many small nuance things that go back to the comic book. If you've watched the movie, the movie doesn't follow the comic book series. The ending is different, but for the most part, the rest of it is. Close to the comic book, but um, I really love the main character that they've got in the, the TV series. Well, who uh, is as long as the
2: Silk Spectre is there, that's all that matters. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> <they> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, they, they've got Regina King as a uh, detective Angela Barr, but she also is Sister Knight. She plays this badass, just awesome character. I love her. I um, love that
1: Regina. King is getting like her chance to play one of the badass characters uh I've seen on TV in a while. She just I feel she's like she okay. hasn't had I mean, she's done some incredible things, but I just really want the world to acknowledge she's an amazing actress and mm-hmm. deserves so many awards.
0: Yeah. And the thing with the writing that they've done with this, because obviously they've adapted it and turned it into an HBO mini or series, um, that the end of the very first episode tees up so high of oh shit this this show is going to be good i'm already addicted and normally hbo shows are like you watch two episodes and then you get to the third episode you're like do i really want to watch this yeah i'm kind of into it and then next thing you know you are six seasons in of game of thrones and you're like what happened to my life um but or not yeah or not (laughs) if you just never start it, but uh definitely go out and watch it um They are playing with the racial tensions from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they've kind of changed history a little bit uh, around there. And so you've got, like, when you're watching the show, there's just this – what's the word I'm looking for? This uh, thick feeling of just shit's about to blow up. It's a a powder keg, you know, waiting to blow, and everyone's on eggshells. It's just such a cool feeling, and you really feel that watching the show. Go watch it. I highly recommend it. That's really all I have because I don't want to ruin it for you guys if you haven't watched the first episode yet. Um, Episode two airs tonight. But um, I believe there's only six episodes. No, there's nine instead of the normal ten. So there's only nine episodes. I
2: I just want my damn Titans.
0: Your Titans? Yeah. Yeah. I got to add that to my list now, too, and finish that up.
1: It's getting great. (laughs) <laughs>
2: well, I mean, they've already said it really shows that Jason Todd is going to become Red Hood.
1: Yeah. So, um, if you haven't watched, it, haven't been watching Emergency Awesome's videos about it, it's the theory has going right now. Is something I think is just going to be amazing. So, everybody knows what the Judas Contract is, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, uh, brief description. Basically, the Judas Contract. Tara, um, goes on to the Teen Titans, uh, w- uh, and is helping Deathstroke, trying to break the Titans up, and kill them. hmm So, he thinks, and I would love to see this, that Deathstroke, um, basically, last season, with what happened with Jason Todd, has hypnotized him, or, what's the other word I'm looking for? programmed him or his yeah, brainwashed brainwashed yeah brainwashed him and he is basically the Terra in the Judas contract and I for one wanna see that a hundred and fifty pin times <laughs> plus.
2: Yeah, I can also, see also I can't
1: wait I can't wait to see Nightwing in his uh Nightwing outfit. Well
0: oh. we're up
2: to episode seven <laughs> is next week. This week. Yeah uh next week i think yeah so i mean it's 10 episodes for the season we're already getting into episode seven and god damn it it's still not streaming on netflix um yeah
0: Yeah, i i think you're gonna have to because you can't get dc unlimited up there can you no i can't yeah i think you're gonna have to wait until the the full season comes out before it'll get distributed on netflix
2: i want (laughs) i want to be able to dump my netflix for disney plus but i can't because of titans FML.
1: Indeed. So,
2: that being said, though, it's time for another beverage.
0: (laughs) Another beverage, I like it. Yes. Well, it's it's a good start to Saturday night right before uh, Batwoman comes on. Got one in hand while you're watching. Sunday, Sunday.
2: dude. It's like I gotta work
0: tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, I do too. I gotta go to my meeting tomorrow morning.
1: Me too, but then I get Tuesday off. But then I have to work till Sunday, so. Ugh
2: well that's crap yeah
1: well to be fair i did ask for sending off because i'm going to a wedding but i didn't think they'd split my eye it's just a problem whatever
0: it's just a problem yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah um i mean we've got a lot of good shows coming on this week we have pretty much everything's on episode three with the exception of i think arrows on episode no everything's on everything's How like episodes, episodes are
2: fours are coming up though. yeah but um what I was going to say is if you are if you are out and about on Halloween and you want to, um, you know, well, no, not on Halloween on the day after Halloween. So it'll be on November 1st because, yeah, if I get it. if Yeah. Um, this Thursday, Warp My Tardis podcast will return finally after a two month hiatus. Right. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right.
2: We will be talking about Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard. Uh, because we've got lots of news, lots of stuff going on about that, and Emergency Awesome has a ton of stuff on the... Wait, you know, Discovery needs a captain. Who's that captain going to be? Is it going to be Michael Burnham? Mm,
0: Maybe? I don't know. Someone just
1: let me know what's happening on Star Trek Picard, because I want to see it, but I'm not paying. I I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I'm not going to, but I would like to see the show eventually.
2: See, now I don't have to because Patrick Stewart is going. Patrick Stewart and my Sean Connery mixing there. Um, No, uh, Star Trek Picard is actually coming out on Amazon Prime.
1: Fuck you.
2: So I will be watching it on Amazon. Fuck
1: Canada.
2: Fuck
0: Canada. Fuck Canada.
1: Also, you idiots! I have been binging Letterkenny so hard.
0: Oh my God! Oh, get you finally got it. Yes. Pitter patter. Yes. Let's get at her. Pitter patter. Let's can, get at her. I hear
1: the word <laughs> pitter patter in my head every damn day. Oh. And I need it to stop because I can't just start randomly laughing.
0: I am so people glad.
1: Start to like be really worried and like lock me up in a mental. Situation.
2: Well, use use guts to nose.
0: <laughs> yeah, use guts to nose. Uh Lady Archer I'm going to invite you to a Letterkenny Facebook page <laughs> and it's basically the entire day people are relating their real lives to Letterkenny and using Letterkenny terminology and it's hilarious it's like so like someone goes to sit down at a restaurant and they take a picture of a steak and they're like all right guys pitter patter honest opinions <laughs> and it's like how do you cook your steak <laughs> oh and then oh man and then of course the scene where the two guys are on the at the jeep and yeah, they're they're yeah. talking about oh Will.
2: it's yeah. it's, a, it's a well I'm out.
0: <laughs> yep, I'm out. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, oh, we, we, we so. love our we love our skids. We love
2: we love, our, <laughs> we love our skids. We we love our hockey players and you know, then there's the farm boys. And oh, uh, I love letter pinning You know, uh, you know, go down and drink a puppers and um yeah, pitter powder.
1: <laughs> okay, oh, I hate all of you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah. know. Could be worse.
1: That's true.
2: Have you seen the Valentine's episode?
1: Yes.
0: I haven't seen that one yet. I go that.
2: Fuck.
0: It's like algebra. <laughs> Why you gotta put numbers and letters together? Why can't you just go fuck yourself? <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh yeah. Because I hated I hated math growing up. I hated it.
2: Okay. Like, ah. Okay, Chulak, you need to watch the valentine's episode you really need to watch the valentine's day yeah. episode to understand it's gotta there's...
0: be on youtube right i don't think it it's was on all, Netflix. all
1: of it's on hulu it is
0: okay that oh, is yeah. on hulu i gotta go back and look at it yeah
1: even the new season that just came out it's all on Hulu.
0: yeah i i i've yet to finish the new season i keep forgetting to go i i keep doing this guys i keep starting like titans or you know uh doom oh god oh brain just died doom patrol doom patrol yeah and I'll I'll get like several episodes in, and then I go and do something like work or errands, and then I just stop watching the show and completely forget about it. I'm like, shit, what was the last thing I watched? Is that like an adult thing? Am I the only one that, no, that has that's that, just that issue? You because okay. I, I don't have that
2: problem. Oh. That's, that's your ADHD kicking
0: in. It's gotta be, man. You guys <laughs> need to like get on me and be like, did you finish watching? It? All right, go watch it. No.
2: So. No, we're not going to do that because you're a busy person. You have an actual job
1: i'm not gonna do that because i'm not responsible for you
2: exactly
0: oh oh but isn't it's that what friends do we hold each other accountable you.
2: the only thing we are yeah. responsible for is you're listening to legends of the panel podcast here on the geek culture cast network <laughs> you can find us at legends of the panel on twitter and at legends panel you know at legends of the panel on instagram at legends panel on twitter one or the other anyway and legends of the panel at gmail.com uh, then uh, also look for our other shows, warp my TARDIS. That would be warp my TARDIS at gmail.com. And it's also warp my TARDIS on both Twitter and Instagram. And then watch for what the frack with a Q that is the lady archers, uh, Instagram where she flips the bird off at a number of different things. Did I see right that you flipped the bird off at that flight of cider?
1: No, Damn. no, there were no middle fingers. That was a good, that was a fairly well balanced flight of cider. Uh, I enjoyed it. I had to drink my friend's flight because she found out she did not like cider, and then I had to eat a bunch of apple donuts to oh. soak up the cider. Oh so darn! I had to drive home.
2: Well, um, I was going to say, how was that gala apple cider? Because that would have been awfully sweet.
1: It was. Um... Sweeter than melted candy. Yeah, I was going to say, because it, it's, it's not a dry cider. And I, it really surprised me. Yeah,
2: I, I saw that one. I saw yeah, that on that really flight, and I was like, that would have been a I, good one.
1: The rotating one was a pumpkin, and not a fan.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Not a fan. But uh, no glass left behind, and so I finished all of them.
2: <laughs> so I, I, I take it we're going to have to have another podcast that's going to be um, you know Empty Shot. Well, <laughs> all about our, our beverages of choice and our...
1: <laughs> all about the drinking we do and i did go to a brewery in charlotte called legion and had a yellow yeah. shark and that was very nice legion's pretty um, good i like legion yeah
2: and how come i yeah, haven't I been like to legion that... yet <laughs> Cause because you haven't been down
1: literally opened like last I, know. I think sometime in the last year So if you get your uh, ass down here We'll take you to a whole new place A lot of places have been. I went and I got to do something I've always dreamed of doing And none of you better say One fucking word about this But I got to have brunch today And it was exciting I went to the Suffolk Punch And I had a drink You can tell I'm a nerd Because I ordered this drink Based oh, I saw on the name <laughs> And the name of the drink was Starfire.
0: <laughs> I would have been right there with you, like, all right, I'll get it too. Let's do it.
1: It was very nice. I, at first, I was afraid to order it because it had rosemary, but the rosemary was just a too nice much. little hint. It was fine. Oh. Uh, and I finished that drink, and I had some really good uh, um, vegan French toast. It was fun time mm. had by all.
2: Excellent,
0: excellent. Excellent. All right. That being said,
2: 47 minutes and 59 seconds. Actually, 48 minutes. There we go. We actually made it to almost a regular episode. So thank you for listening to Legends of the Panel podcast. Uh, Tune in in two weeks for another Legends episode and uh, join us this week on – well, the day after Halloween when it gets posted – because uh, Mr. Chulak and I will be doing a Halloween episode for Warp My Tardis, or else. That's
0: what you are, are we doing that Friday, or are we doing that Thursday night? Halloween no, we're recording, night.
2: we're recording it Thursday after trick-or-treating
0: is done. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm just going to put the other person downstairs, because I have a feeling with the new neighborhood I'm in, they're not going to stop. <laughs> oh, but that's boy. a good thing. Yeah, but that's a good thing, because it's downstairs, and just I can't turn hear turn all your ball. lights off. No, no. See,
2: I I have a very limited number of... I have a very limited number of assets. And when they're gone,
0: the lights go (laughs) out. They're gone. Well, I (laughs) I, I, I was thinking about... Yeah, I was actually (laughs) thinking about going to one of the local Christian bookstores and buying a bunch of those mini Bibles and giving those out as a Halloween candy so that next year nobody comes to the
2: house. No, just just go over to the local witness and ask them for a whole bunch of (laughs) watchtowers.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, Well, we're definitely going to record this week, so don't worry about that, sir.
2: All right. So, with that being said, any last words, Lady Archer? Do we need to promote your um, feet pictures?
1: Only if they're going to pay me. I'm tired of this. No paying. I'm not giving (laughs) (laughs) these uh, slightly pretty, slightly weird feet out for free. Go suck a dick and pay me. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) Hey, good night, everyone. Bye, guys. You're still here? It's over. Go home.
2: Are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network.